Welcome to Two Beards, One Garage. This is a podcast where two pizza makers living in La Crosse, Wisconsin, discuss Wisconsin sports and life without a filter. We take off the Wisconsin sports goggles and tell it like it is. This is a guys' guys podcast, and if you are easily offended, triggered, or all the other shitty words people make up when they hear different opinions on their own, you may want to choose a better, more woker podcast to waste your time with, because we don't give two fucks. Things will most likely fly off the rails from time to time, so sit back, crack a beer, and just enjoy two dirtbags talking sports. In a world being overrun by a bunch of douchebags, scared to speak their mind, there are two men trying to change the game, one podcast at a time. They go to great depths to secure the sacred art of tearing apart pro athletes who are much more talented, good-looking, and richer than them. Will they be able to bring the common man closer to the athletes? Probably not, but they'll go down fucking swinging as they try. This is Two Beards, One Garage. Yo, 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 what is up, you overreacting pussies? <laughs> it is Z and Harky here for another episode of Two Beards, One Garage. It is March 15th, 2020, and it will be our 10th episode. And a lot of people are wondering if we are going to do an episode this week or coming weeks since the sports news is fairly non-existent. We got a few... <laughs> NFL stories here, there, everything else I know everyone knows is pretty much done for at least the next foreseeable future. Um, So before we get to the Wisconsin Sports Minute, here is a sponsor from um, one of our companies that has reached out to us in the past week. It is the hazmat suit. So we're kind of thinking it as a full body condom. And if you're going to have sex, you might as well keep those germs off of you. My brother sent me a tweet from 50 Cent's um, Instagram or Twitter feed, and it was fucking a girl looking at her as unsafe, turning her around and banging her doggies a safe way just in case she, <laughs> she coughs or sneezes it's away from you. So that's, uh, you know, it's my wife's uh, fairly pregnant and sex is not really, no. not really the most important thing on our minds right now, but if you do... Might as well get a hazmat suit, Dwight Schrute style. Yeah. Don't cut it with a scissors, but <laughs> put your little pecker through there and oh, give man. it to her if you need to, boys. It's, yeah. People might have time. Who knows? Maybe in nine, ten months there'll be a spike in birth rates just because Netflix and chill is definitely going to be. Actually, I I just saw that they're like, dude, there's going to be such a huge baby boom here coming. I up wonder. In nine months. I I do not condone domestic abuse, but think of all these. Guys that have to be home with their wives now. Oh. Didn't you tell me yeah. something? Yeah, shift. Or I got tagged in it. It was like day two without sports. It's like saw a nice lady sitting on my couch. Found out she's my wife. <laughs> and then Laquita. And then they got divorced, right? Yeah, yeah. And then Laquita actually had a pretty good burn on me. She commented on it and said, "Yeah, uh, Jeff actually just finally noticed I was pregnant." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, hey, that was pretty funny." Was oh like, yeah. Delivery, here it is. Yelich lines a base hit to left in the gap. It's going to the wall. They're going to score the winning run. Here comes Lorenzo Cain. He's in there. And the Brewers have beaten St. Louis. Roger.
Rodgers in the shotgun, takes the snap, rushes on, lofts it over the right side. Devontae, over the shoulder, Ketz got out of bounds, cross the 50. First down, Green Bay, the 46-yard line of Seattle. That was huge, a beautiful throw, over the shoulder, catch Devontae Adams. Green will have an opportunity, he'll catch at the 3, between the hash marks 10, slicing left 15, across the 20, 25-30, he'll read to the 40, he's to the 50, foot race to the house, at the 30, at the 20, 10, 5, touchdown Wisconsin, and this game is underway with a bang. So the Wisconsin sportsman is going to be a little different. There's fucking nothing to really report. Yeah. So we just kind of thought we'd go through the, the sports teams we talk about in Wisconsin and maybe just say, like, what our kind of coolest memory it is of them yeah. kind of all time, maybe the last decade, whatever. So we're going to start with the Bucks, which <laughs> we're starting with the Bucks because neither of us yeah. have that many great memories. Yeah, I mean... For me, it was honestly probably just last year, them reaching the Eastern Conference Finals, beating Boston in five. That was pretty neat. Um, otherwise, fuck, I don't know, when I was like 11, when they the were... original one, big three. Yeah, with the big dog, Glenn Robinson, Sam Cassell. The alien-looking yeah. fuck. They made it to the Eastern Conference Finals, pushed the 76ers to game seven. There's a conspiracy theory on that, that yep. they wanted Philly in there and not the Bucks. Yep. I guess there was a lot of questionable calls in that. Series. Actually, yeah, I think uh, Schiff sent me a link. It was like a Bill Simmons podcast, and it's like, holy, you know, like when you're that young, you don't, you oh, don't really yeah. know, but when you look back on it, you're like, my God, like the Bucks really did get screwed over, really. Yeah. So, I don't know. That's pretty much the only two really highlights that I know of Milwaukee Bucks basketball. And it's a shitty thing. We were hoping for a little better. Uh, yeah. <laughs> possibly this year was where some good yeah. memories are going to be made. And then I do think, regardless, I think in like in a month or two, I think we're going to get basketball back. At I think so, too. Yeah. I think because I think the, the L.A. was huge this year with both teams. Both teams, yep. Eastern Conference had Miami, Boston. Those are two big markets. And if, Philly. You, and if you think about it, the NBA does wait till May to say to resume play. Holy fuck. And if fans of everything are going to be just like, I don't give a I, shit. Yeah. Like, we need to watch something. We, we might even have listeners that listen if we talk NBA because <laughs> yeah. that's how fucking yeah. desperate they are for something. Yeah, exactly. I, I saw, fuck, what sport was it? Oh, it was bowling. Yeah. These guys are watching bowling like it yep. was a Super Bowl. And I think I saw curling was on. I just, um, cricket. Cricket, yeah. <laughs> then there was also, I think, the uh, cornhole. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You can see that. Uh, let's go Badger basketball. What's Badger basketball, I think we had that two-year stretch there. It was in 2014 and 2015. Yep. The uh, back... the. Playing Arizona Wildcats in back-to-back Elite Eights, those are some hilariously awesome games. Oh, yeah. We got shit-faced both times at Animal House, (laughs) talking off to people that were cheering against the Badgers. Fucking Iowa Remember Grego? God, we wanted to... He's a guy who... We don't even, like, fucking hang out with him or know him, but we just fucking hate him. He's the classic guy that I'd go, you know what? Fuck that guy. Yeah, he all there in that style. And then... The uh, back-to-back games in the Final Four against Kentucky, both, honestly, classics. Just right down to the wire, just, you know, possession by possession. Was just a, it was almost like a boxing match the two times. Obviously, with the, uh, the first time, didn't go over as well, but the second no. game. And then 
I think honestly, just the national ch- playing a chance to win a national title against Duke. You uh, were at the second one, right? The yes, final four yep. in the championship game. Yep, that was honestly one of the coolest things you ever experienced. I remember I earlier that year, Cole Swindell was um, in town here playing a yep. concert at the Lacrosse Center. We had tickets. My wife and I, my buddy, I was in line, got into the concert, and I said. You know what? If I really want to see Cole Swindell, I can fucking see him later. I'm yeah. like, the Badgers are in the final four against Kentucky. I just left the concert, didn't see yep. one second of it. And I was one of the first few people in Animal House. And I was cocking off to everyone when they were, everyone came in the second half to watch. And I was just telling them how big of a hardcore Badger basketball fan I am. <laughs> I was here the whole fucking time. Man, how, how times have time, changed. Times change. But, uh, yeah, so... Even though they lost to Duke, that was still, I mean, fuck, who the hell knows when the next time the Badgers are ever going to get back to that. What a fun team to watch. That was, that was, yeah. hot. that, that yeah. was, I, I would try to watch the Badgers every time they were on. Yep. Like Kaminsky, Decker, Josh Gosser. Yeah. Um, Bronson Canning, lacrosse's own. The young buck, yeah. He, Nigel Hayes before he turned into a shitbag. Oh, yeah. God damn, is he, he was good and he was fun I'm to I'm so watch. glad he has no platform anymore and we don't got to fucking hear Yeah, you him. never hear his name get brought up, so that's nice. But uh, honestly, it was kind of funny, though. Uh, Laquita and I were just talking yesterday. She's like, so are you kind of disappointed you didn't get a chance to see how the Badger season ended? And I said, you know, that's an interesting question. And I said, honestly, I'm really not that upset at all. Because one, I said, I didn't really watch much of them all year. Two, the way they ended the season, kind of on a high note, who the hell knows? Like, if they play Michigan or Rutgers on Friday, and then they lose that <laughs> yeah. game, and then let's just say they get upset in the first round of the tournament, all of a sudden you went from being on such a high streak, high, you know, high whatever, that – the season would have kind of ended like shit. You would have been like, oh, man, that you know, yeah. now we're right back to where we were. So, honestly, I said to her, I'm like, I'm really not that upset. It- yeah, I kind of compare it to, let's say, like I'm a, a musician or maybe even an athlete. But I'd say a musician more where kind of like Kurt Cobain for the uh, lead singer for Nirvana. He died when Nirvana was at an all-time high. Yeah. So then – he hasn't had the chance to kind of still be a musician and then make shitty music. Yeah. So everyone loves Nirvana, and yeah. everyone thinks Nirvana was great because, I mean, I it's not a good time to die, but when he died, he, he was at the kind of the pinpoint of his fucking musician career. So yeah, it's, yeah it, it does suck because it's just like, holy shit, the Badgers might have made a little noise in the yeah. tournament. and. This possibly could have been a tournament. Who the fuck knows? First time, I had to look this up today. First time since 1939 that the NCAA March Madness will not, did not happen. Jeez. So that's what, fuck, 80 years? 80 years, yeah. yeah. That's, um, fuck, that's a long time. Mm-hmm. And I saw a lot of guys on Barstool. Big Cat, Big Cat said, if there's no March Madness, this was before it was canceled, he said, give me Corona because I don't want to live in a world without March Madness. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> You know, it's funny because it's like, it, it. this is like, I feel so empty right now, yeah. actually, this time of year right now. Because, fuck, I had, I had March Madness, like, fever, March Madness fever that I was watching Girls State basketball on Thursday with my... Usually Z has March Madness fever until about Saturday of the tournament where his bracket goes to yeah, shit. Yeah, usually. And then, and then he said, fuck this tournament, I don't know why I fucking fill out these goddamn I, fucking brackets. Yep, I don't. <laughs> I, I, but... 
But you do have the conference attorneys in that Thursday, Friday. Yep. That's that's usually me and you got I got we got lit up last Thursday of the opening day of the tournament. Yep. Watching yeah, Marquette get their dicks kicked in by John Moran. Oh, yeah, we went up to Fox Hall. Oh. I had to think, like, what the <laughs> yeah. fuck were we drinking? I remember getting but, drunk. My wife showed up with our kid, and she's like, I was not expecting you that fucking drunk. <laughs> Actually, I think you, yeah, because I worked till like, 1 o'clock that day, and you're like, where the fuck are you? I'm like, I'm just getting out of work. I went to Schmitty's by myself. <laughs> yeah. That's right. I fucking go to pick him up. He's already, like, got three or four in, and I'm like, holy shit, I got some yeah. catching up to do. Fuck, that would, uh, especially, I mean, you... You and Laquita are gonna have your kid eventually, yeah. so you're probably gonna be at home most of the day. And yeah. fuck, you could have. And that—that's the kind of time you can have the TV on around kids right. because they're so fucking dumb and. Yeah, exactly. I don't know what's going on, but. Yeah, the Badgers. Um, what about Badger football? Anything? I got. I just remember that game they played at uh, Lambeau in 2016. LSU. LSU. That. That was such a cool environment. You know, just one, it was sweet because you actually saw something other than a Packer game at Lambeau. Yeah. I, I didn't get to watch a ton of it. Is that Ty's that wedding? Ty Johnson's yeah. wedding. Um, so, but I heard it was great. They shut down Leonard Fournette, right? Yep. Yeah. Well, slowed him down. So, <laughs> I think he still had a good game, yeah, but yeah. it wasn't like, I think everyone thought Leonard Fournette was going to run for 250. 250 and, it's hilarious. But, we both guessed yeah. that number. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> um, but that was. So that was just an just a sweet game, you know. The Badgers usually don't play anybody worth a damn in non-conference, so to see them play a team like LSU, that was pretty yeah. cool. And uh, especially like you said, it's just those games that are not usually played at venues like that are just always cool to see. Mm-hmm. Um, can't really honestly. Probably what 2010 when they played Ohio State. I was just gonna say, and some of our. The, it, uh, yep. the intro with the radio calls from some sports yep. teams at Gilry fucking return. Matt LePay, honestly, probably one of the most underrated play-by-play guys. Yeah, actually, he's fucking really good. And I actually like it. He doesn't even fucking know baseball, but when he fills in for Brian Anderson when it's playoff time, it's like I I could listen to that guy like if I was if someone was painting a wall and he what was doing the play. Fuck is Brian Anderson doing right now? Oh. Holy well, he is one busy boy in the springtime. He is actually probably being a husband and a father for about the first time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's, he's definitely getting a divorce. Oh, yeah. That shit doesn't work when <laughs> fucking the old uh, Matrix gets screwed up. His wife is probably like, why are you home? This guy is a fucking nerd. Yeah, she's like, god damn, why did I marry this guy? Because yeah. he was on the road probably, fuck, at oh. least four or five days a oh. week at least. Rock's probably just getting fucking drunk. drunk. Oh, oh yeah. god. Speaking of rock, what about the Brewers? The Brewers. For me, uh, 2018, that the, all three games against Colorado, Yeah, that, those are pretty entertaining, pretty fun. So the, the game one, I remember they damn near blew that lead. Yep. And then Moose saved it by walking them off. Uh, game two, I don't think was even close. No. And then actually game three, we watched that bluff side. And that's when, uh, was it, Bob Costas couldn't say oh. Aguilar's name. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I forgot about Costas. I forgot that. what he called Aguilera or something. Yeah, yeah whatever. I mean, it's not like <laughs> Jesus lasted very long. Anyway. I was thinking, too, for the Brewers, the old T-plush. Oh, yeah. What was that against a D-back? Yep. Yeah, yeah. I, was, I was actually, I remember where I was. I was in New London at a supper club. Uh, what the fuck? I don't know, but everybody talks about Pine it. Tree. Yes. Pine you. Tree, you fucking hammer in a prime rib. 
and we were watching on the TV, and we were actually driving back and listening to Euchre's yeah. call of it. It was oh, pretty man. sweet. I remember, actually, I was at work, and I remember, like, I had it on the radio, and it got to the point where it was, like, bottom, was it, did they go in the 10th? Yeah. Yeah, bottom of the 10th. I remember, like, Carlos Gomez got on, and I'm like, hey, I'm going to run to the bar quick, watch this. And uh, that was honestly one of the coolest things, too. Oh, yeah. And then, yeah. <laughs> that whole season was fun. Freaking Tony T plush. That dude was. <laughs> under- he was must see TV. Remember that like little like I don't even know army. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he like, looked like a little mouse. Yeah, like, like Tony Gumbo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that guy was fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah, he was fun. Uh, yeah. Otherwise, honestly, probably just that game. Like, cause the first time the Brewers ever made the playoffs in our lifetime, in two thousand eight, when they played. What was it Chicago for a chance or to get the wild card? That's probably the first time in my life I watched a Brewer game over a Packer game. Oh yeah, um, I think I actually did too. Yep, CC was on the mound, and he. I just remember that was freaking awesome. That, that God, did they fucking just CC was a horse. Yeah, <laughs> I think he's like you're going at least eight every time. If he not. didn't care. He oh. he was like. He was like, give me the damn ball every I think a lot of pitchers still have that mentality. It's just, like, analytics have gotten into it. and Yeah, actually, and it's, that's what I always think is funny. It's like, Nolan Ryan, like, he didn't have a pitch count. He didn't have an innings limit. Like, there's no way Madison Bumgarner wants to come out of a fucking game. No. He'd pitch in fucking denim jeans. That's why he's the old, uh, what did, he, did you see him as a rodeo guy now? Oh, yeah, he has. What's his uh, He name? has an uh, alter ego or a. Uh, Alias. What the yeah, what the it? hell was I it? I forgot what his name was. It was pretty funny, yeah. though. And, like, they were kind of the, uh, I just saw the Diamondbacks weren't too thrilled about that. They did have the Diamondbacks GM or Cole, I think it was the, one of them on Jim Rome, and he, they said that they talked to Baumgartner, they, they're like, we can't tell all of our players what to do in the offseason, they just wanted them to be smart about it. Ah, yeah. But, I, I can see, they, they invested a lot of money in them. Yeah, so it's just five like, years can, for like eighty-five mil or something. I can see him not really. Yeah, wanting to get hurt on a, especially bowl. after his dumbass got hurt on that dirt bike. Yeah. Oh, forgot about yeah. that. Yeah. So let's get to the Packers because this is, I think, seems like most of our listeners like the NFL and the Packers the most, and definitely I think on top of the pyramid for us. Yeah. A totem pole, but right. Um. What, what was one of, of course, two thousand ten. Like. Yeah. Every game. That, that was our first year living in lacrosse. Those last six games of that season, you got the Packers needing to win those last two regular season games against the Giants and the Bears. And uh, actually, I want to say it was like Christmas when they played the Giants. Yes. Yep. yep. Okay, because I remember being at home. I was actually... Wait, I don't... I, yeah, I'm not sure. I must have been home too. Then. Yeah, because I remember being at my, my Uncle Jerry's, and then we had to quick get on home because his fucking TV wasn't working. So I was like, well, see you later. I'm going Fucking home. Uncle Jerry. Yeah. Figure out your shit. He was pulling out the rabbit ears. And I'm like, Jesus uh, Christ, Jerry. But yeah, uh, so that was that. And then that Bears game, the uh, the defense struggle. It was oh, like, yeah. Fuck yeah. And then that last, and then Deshaun Jackson having to return that yeah. punt. And that was actually, I think that happened, what, week 15? Yeah. Because that, I think the Giants would have damn near clinched. Yeah. Yeah, yep. if... So thank you, Deshaun Jackson. Otherwise, we don't have a Super Bowl. Yeah, and then the gauntlet they went through, yeah. all, all three road games. And, of course, we all know 
fucking great game against Pittsburgh. That was a good game. Yeah. All wrong game. Honestly, all three of them, or all four of their playoff games, I, the Atlanta game was close till Tremont Williams Tremont, picked yeah. six that shit and took it to the It was like a house. month or two ago, I was just watching old highlights of those playoff runs. Yeah. Watching oh. the old James Starks. He had, he had a big yeah. part of that playoff that run. That Philadelphia game, yeah. they like unleashed him. Yeah. That? Yeah. He had, he, I don't even know if he had 23 carries all season up to that <laughs> yeah. point. And I think he carried the ball 23 times. And I just remember those holes. Yeah. They I were mean, huge. the offensive line was opening up some massive holes for them. Tremont Williams had a great postseason. Yeah. Sam yeah. Shields until he got hurt. Yeah. Yeah, because Tremont had the game ceiling pick at Philly. When Vic tried to throw it up yep. to, to Cooper. Oh, yeah, that racist fuck. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And then, um, man, remember that game? Remember James Jones? I'll never forget this. Oh, drop that. Remember, fuck. they were up, the Packers were up 14 to 0 at half, and you and I, it was like, we thought they were like losing 14 to 0. Remember oh, how yeah. pissed off we were at James oh, Jones? Oh, fuck. He's wide open down the sidelines, got the guy trailing by five yards. Rodgers puts it right on the spot, yeah. and freaking Jones just dropped it. And then the worst part was is earlier in the game, remember that sick catch he made like down oh, at his feet? Yep. Yeah. And it was like, how the fuck did you drop that? Yeah. And uh, then the, I remember that, I just remember that game too, like the Eagles just making that late rally. Yep. And it was like. And you're like, this is going to fucking, re- they're going to blow it again. Yeah, we were both just like kind of pacing around the house. We're like, <laughs> oh, fuck. But uh, yeah, that, actually I kind of remember the. You were. I always remember watching the Bears. I had to watch that NFC Championship game by myself. I, I yep. I was back in point, and I watched it with my family in the living room. Yeah. We we went out to rookies afterwards, oh. celebrating there. Yeah. Big was, Tom. Uh, Big Tom or uh, Tammy uh, Porter there. Fuck, I don't even remember. Probably not. I don't even think I was that drunk, but. Yeah. I. That's not the same for the Super Bowl. <laughs> I was fucking doing belly slides down the fucking that, ramp at Animal House with that, my shirt off. Actually, that might be my favorite memory of the Super Bowl run is we all, this me, Pionic, and Harky decided to go out after the Super Bowl. And remember how it just like snowed or fresh snow and everyone's got snow on their feet. It all, it's all melting. The bar is just a fucking slip and slide all over. And if, for all you that has been to Animal House, no, they kind of had that little ramp. I just remember looking at Harky, <laughs> and it looked like he was on a runway. And it, it was kind of, like, funny because you kind of knew his intentions were oh, no good. Yeah. And you're like, oh, shit. Well, this dumb fuck. Harky <laughs> takes off like a fucking bowling ball. I think he had your shirt off, too. Oh, of course. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He slides fucking i think how you stopped you fucking flew right into a bunch of chairs and tables probably I bet, people probably poured their <laughs> beers on me or something i remember big jim was bartending or whatever i think it was big jim or he was either drinking or i don't know what he is i remember he i thought he was gonna piss his pants he was laughing so hard <laughs> he and then the best part is harky gets up puts his arms up in the air he's like yeah and it's just his whole fucking chest <laughs> pants everything just fucking full of mud oh yeah. it was Damn, was that awesome. Yeah, I. that's kind of what I think about how much fun we had celebrating. I'm like, that's how I want to fuck another Packers Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. It might not be as crazy now with fucking little shits in our life, but another Packer game, though, I remember vividly I was at was when uh, they played Denver. Amon Green had a huge Ooh, game. Yeah, yeah. And then, was it Nathan Poole yep. for the Arizona yep. Cardinals back when the rule was still if you had got one foot in and they pushed you out and they yeah. thought you could... So then Nathan Poole scored on like a Hail Mary to beat the Vikings yeah. to send the Packers in the playoffs. When I was at Lambeau, 
staying after the Denver game watching that shit. Yeah. And that was one of the coolest fucking games I've ever been to. There was a guy, like, behind us fucking crying. He was so excited and shit, so. I actually remember that, too. Because the Packers beat the piss out of the Broncos. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. it wasn't even close. Because I remember, like, Mon Green had, like, a 99 Yeah, okay, I was going to say, I remember Mon Green, like, they came with all blitz, and he basically broke right through it. Armo and I had our shirts off that game. It was pretty chilly. Yeah, we had a fucking sign. CBS was doing the game. We had a sign, CBS, cold but sexy. (laughs) And we didn't even get on the fucking TV. Dude, that's still my favorite memory is definitely when we went to the Packer playoff game against the, the Giants. And we it was a three thirty kickoff. Yeah. We showed up at like seven o'clock. Actually, remember the night before you and I got we were like the troopers. We got shit faced. Oh yeah, in points. Yep. And then Bob, that deal. Bobcats. Bob Catalina's house. Remember you and I kind of browned out, kind of I don't even know. Remember walking home or back to Bobcats. Remember that? Yeah. And we yeah. both. I remember like my alarms. Our alarms are going off. We're like awesome. I'm like, dude, I'm trying to think, like, where the fuck am I? Yeah, we, neither of us knew where we were. And then I remember the last night I hear Harky's like, Z, Z, where are we? I'm like, oh, okay, fuck. I'm like, there's Harky at least. <laughs> yeah. And then I think, then I'm like, oh, I think we're at Bobcat's apartment. <laughs> Don't even. And then we actually, we left some girls behind, remember that, at the bar? Oh, yeah. Yeah, she was fighting with her. <laughs> with uh, her boyfriend. Yeah. We won't, we won't bring that nope, up. No, but... we don't got a name drop. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, we just fucking bolted. It was like negative fucking it winter. Cold. It's like, oh, good luck. And then uh, I remember, yeah, we we all got up. We we had like what a crew of like eight of us or something. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we all met at Fleet Farm and they were on our way. And some dick bag had his fucking oh my jersey God. on a hanger in his car. <laughs> Holy fuck, dude, that was yeah. And then I, what we got. So we got to Lambo that day, like I said, quarter three, seven, I think. Yeah, three thirty game, quarter seven, drinking on the way down. Actually, I wasn't. Your your vehicle was. Oh yeah, you weren't allowed to. No, I I wasn't allowed. I was with Schiff and Trev. They were <laughs> they, pussies. pussies. Yeah, whatever. But anyways, uh, I remember we got there. They they didn't have anyone collecting money yet. Harky's already got his shirt off. Oh yeah, had my shirt off for what two three hours and. Yeah, it was, it was. I think zero degrees or negative when at first we got oh, out. Oh, with the wind chill, it might have car. been negative twenty. Yeah, because it was cold as shit. And then it was kind of affecting my drink, and I'm like, I gotta, I gotta be able to drink. That, so I, I put on a long sleeve. Yep. That was another game too, where we had to freaking when you opened a beer, you were committed. Yep. Like yeah. it was open go, and uh, that was the, that was also when Kobeck was uh, drinking. Hammering vodka, yeah, not but screwdrivers didn't didn't fucking know goddamn vodka was in screwdrivers. <laughs> hey, fucking hammering vodka, go back. No screwdriver. <laughs> okay, drank so many of those he took a fucking nap in the fucking first half of the game. <laughs> Dude, that was that was so much fun though. I thought he was gonna beat the living fuck out of someone like walking there. Yeah, and then he and then he got kind of quiet and just slouched over the first half. Yeah. Mr. Randall Cobb, yep. Bill Mary. He was uh, he was on another level. But, yeah, so uh, we just thought, fucking, we don't got to go over dumb shit news that everyone kind of knows right. already. And, um, yeah, so so that's a Wisconsin Sports Minute. It took a little longer <laughs> than a minute, so. <laughs> Time's 20, um, Next segment we have is going to be, we have a new addition to the uh, Hardo Hall of Fame, so... Someone will be joining 
myself and JJ Watts, and yeah. it's not a huge surprise who who got this. I think it started off as a joke, um, acting like a tough guy, but it ended up not that funny. I I think it was kind of funny, but whatever. Yeah. And, and that's Rudy Gobert. Yeah, I don't think that's a surprise to anyone. Good old patient zero in the NBA, mm-hmm. but. Everyone knows, yeah, he went up and touched a bunch of microphones and reporters, and he got the old Mexican beer <laughs> virus. Yeah, that is uh, that is pretty wild if you really do think about it. And uh, honestly, probably the reason why this is kind of somewhat getting blown a little bit out of proportion is because an NBA player got the coronavirus. Yeah. Actually, two. I also I did see today Diamond Mitchell had like a uh, – Something on Facebook. Like he did a Facebook live video showing what he was up to, and it sounds like he just just looks like he's gonna play video games for two yeah, weeks. Yeah, it seems like a lot of video games are being played. Yeah, which the nerds are now finally happy. Oh yeah, fuck yeah! It's their turn, time to shine. Yep. But uh, yeah, honestly, I I really do think too. Once this whole like M- NBA, NHL, MLB get going again, I feel like this is gonna kind of. Calm everybody down a little bit. Yeah. And it, yeah, I don't blame the sports world for doing it. No. It's like with that amount of people, it, it would easily have spread, made it way worse. So I think that's definitely the right You're call. You're better off. Yeah, exactly. You're better off just taking the precautionary measures because what's the worst that happens? Yeah. It, you know, like if you're cautious about it, you know, you get out. And I actually, I think this is a good opportunity for arenas, for schools and shit like that to really fucking sanitize the shit so, out of yeah. stuff. If yeah. you really think about it. Because fuck, I mean, I know there's janitors and shit on staff all the time at this place, at these places. But you know how how like clean are they really yeah. making stuff? So and a lot of people are like, I know I brought up the Jimmy texting me like swine flu killed thirty thousand people yeah. in two thousand nine. Nothing. I just think there's more and more people. The population's getting bigger. We travel more than we used to. Yeah. So that that's why I think something had to be done. Yeah. So it's a I was kind of talking to Zarecki, and I, I said I love watching March Madness. I don't miss March Madness, but other than that, I don't watch a ton of live sports. No. So it's it's not a huge deal to me. I know we've had customers in like, what well, I, I don't know what the fuck to do. I'm like, <laughs> I, I told the guy, I'm like, I don't watch a ton of college basketball to begin with. I yeah. thought he was going to fucking shoot me in the face. <laughs> Jesus. But yeah, so it's, it's not a huge change for me. No. The biggest thing is I keep on going to Bleacher Report because that's where I like to yeah. find out news and shit, and there's nothing. Actually, I was going to say, I feel like that's the biggest thing for me, actually, just what do, like, I read. Yeah. Like, you know, like. When I go on Facebook, I go on Facebook to see sports shit. Yeah. And now it's like, all it is is coronavirus stuff, which yeah. I'm kind of already over that. Yeah, it's just it's new for everyone. So I just, I don't know. I, I think everyone made the right call. They kind of put the monetary gain, like, didn't put it over people's livelihood and right. health. So that that's good to see. Yeah. But they weren't all. They weren't thinking just money. Yeah, because I mean, the amount of money that businesses are gonna lose, companies are gonna lose during this mm-hmm. is fucking huge. Which, and usually in a bad situation like this, you see some good come out of it. You see some NBA players, some owners like Mark Cuban, still paying individuals yeah. who are relying on those paychecks right. every two weeks or however they get fucking paid. But so I mean, it's it's kind of cool to see that. Yeah. I agree. So, um, 
what we're going to bring up, I actually didn't click on a lot of these videos. Just I was just talking to my wife about it. It's like kind of embarrassing and it makes me kind of uncomfortable. But all those videos of the fucking people fighting over toilet paper, bottled water. It's just like Black Friday again. It's just mm-hmm. like, what the fuck are you people doing? Do you yeah. need a TV that bad? Like Black Friday. Or, yeah. I don't get the toilet paper. I am lost. For worst words. comes to worst, I'll fucking take a shit and go in the shower. Yeah. I don't know, wipe out your butt that way. Actually, and that's the funny thing too, is we were just I was just talking to our delivery driver at work on Friday. He told me a restaurant ordered twenty cases of toilet paper. Which anybody that knows how our cases of toilet paper come in, that's enough for probably two months. Oh, oh at least God, yeah. not more. If not more. And so do you really need freaking toilet paper for yeah. damn near three years stocked up? I mean God. Just got an update right now. Titans to re-sign Tannehill. So Ooh, okay. the Brady to Titans, Titans looks that's... like that kind of lost a little bit of yeah. Um, a little juice. I, I totally I, I like the move. Um, Tannehill did well with the Titans. You know how he works in your offense. You don't know how Brady works. No. And, and Tannehill's a lot younger. I, yeah, and I kind of think they're both similar quarterbacks right now. Yeah. I like. I think Brady is really good, but I also think he was in a great situation. If anything. Tannehill is a little more mobile. Oh, yeah. Moving yeah, around younger. a little more. Yeah. Which now they'll probably be able to uh, sign Derrick Henry. I'm I, I don't know how Vrabel feels about like <clears throat> the spotlight or the media, but Brady goes there. That's yeah. a fucking shit show. Yeah, I, I wouldn't want to deal with that either. So, yeah, Tannehill Titans, like that move. I just saw yeah, Calais Campbell got traded to the Bron- or, sorry, Baltimore Ravens yep. for fifth-round pick. Yep. He's 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 a pretty solid player. A little older, thirty three. Yeah, starting to get up there. Still, I mean, Jags just selling off again. Yeah, I mean, why not if you're the Jags at this point? Yeah, <laughs> but uh, actually, I did want to quick talk about it. So I'm at festival the other Thursday morning. Oh fuck yeah! Speaking of toilet paper, I'm, I'm at the grocery store Thursday morning, right around I don't know nine thirty ten o'clock, and it's raining outside, but not very hard. Well, anyways. I'm honestly just like, I couldn't believe this. Like, the cleaning supplies, the fucking toilet paper, all of it just bare down that one aisle. And I, I'm just kind of walking down there, and all of a sudden it starts a downpour. And at festival, they kind of have like a tin roof, so it's pretty easy to see or hear the rain hit when it rains really hard. And it's, it's pretty loud. And this fucking older lady just starts freaking out. She's like, ma'am! Or she's like, what is going on? Like, what is happening? She's like, oh, my God. She's, like, having a meltdown. I'm like, ma'am, it's fucking rain. <laughs> like, it'll be all right. And the guy that's stocking all the toilet paper just looks at me, just kind of starts laughing. He's just like, dude, this is just fucking getting ridiculous. And I told him, I said, well, there's one bright spot about your job. I said, I'm guessing you're going to have to work hard for about another week once everyone fucking buys all their toilet paper for fucking God knows how many months and i said then you're not gonna really have to stock fucking toilet paper for yeah. probably two months yeah I, I think of like armageddon scenarios that if it got so bad we didn't have toilet paper i'll go to someone's house beat the shit out of them and just take their fucking <laughs> yeah. toilet paper fuck you <laughs> fucking those people loading up on toilet paper aren't smart or <clears throat> strong people they're fucking nerds yeah they're dipshits yeah it kind of just you talk, talking about that story <clears throat> thinking of like the coronavirus is like attacking <clears throat> 
festival yeah. somehow. It kind of reminds me of that Office episode where Dwight starts that fire, <laughs> yeah. and then he drops those firecrackers, and Nard Dog's like, "The fire's shooting at us!" <laughs> and he locks all the doors. Yeah. <laughs> touch, touch the door handle. Is it hot? Yeah. Is Fucking good old Stanley with the heart attack. Yeah. Man, that is one of the best episodes because that's the old CPR episode. Yeah, I was gonna say that. There's a lot of shit that happens <laughs> Dwight in that cuts one. The face off that dummy. <laughs> Man, well, yeah, that's what a lot of people say. Netflix and streaming for the next few weeks is going to be at a premium. Should be good. And hopefully fucking Disney, Disney Plus, because they're closing their theme parks, I saw. Oh, yeah, that's that's still Still big revenue, I heard, for them. Um, Anything else we kind of want to go over? Um, I had a few friends kind of wanted to know about like investing during this time which i want to preface this i am by no means a fucking expert i listen to a lot of podcasts i watch a lot of youtube videos so i kind of know my way around a little bit but i'm not giving anyone advice or anything but if you got some extra money laying around some cash this is the time to put it in the market Mm -hmm. i know um the market fucking fell hard on thursday rebounded pretty well on friday but so the even though even with the drop, it's still higher than it was last year in like August. Oh shit! So yeah, yeah it's it was such a long bull market that yeah. I know some people want to hear conspiracy theories. <clears throat> Personally, I I don't know who's behind it all, but I think all the media coverage, all the hysteria, I I, I don't know who pulls the strings, but I think they're like we need a recession. This market's yeah. been going on so long and. Like the the market in finance like that goes in cycles like this. They need a recession. There's only yeah. like so much. I know the feds keep printing money, but there's only so much like actual kind of money and equities that they need a recession to kind of right. bring all the stocks. What I think the past few years have been way overvalued. And yeah. so I don't know who would pull that string. I don't know who would do it, but. As young investors like us, this is a time to fucking pounce. Oh, yeah. So I know um, Jimmy kind of sent me a few quotes. He's he's a guy I talk a lot of investing with. And um, a few quotes he said is, scared money don't make money. So mm, if... I like that. Yeah, if you're scared... I, everyone knows the fucking saying, buy low, sell high. Right. And the tough thing with the market is you don't know... The top of the market, the high, and you don't know how long the bottom's gonna go. So there are some different kind of theories to use, which I think we kind of do. It's called dollar cost averaging, where it doesn't you don't try to time the market. You just kind of set up an investment and do it either weekly or monthly, no matter where the market goes. Yeah. So you're not trying to hit the hot spots and then trying to hit the low spots. So I mean, that's a method, and then other people try to kind of, my brother sent me this, like, fucking Dave Portnoy's getting big into day trading, where where they're sitting looking at stocks, and he's dropping 50K sometimes on a stock, and then if it bumps up, he sells it immediately, and, and like, sometimes he makes 40 grand, sometimes he loses 40 grand, but it's... Which I'm not surprised that he does that, because he loves the gamble. he's He's been saying it's... Uh, better than sports betting, better than, I, like it's it is gambling. Yeah, that's what it is. With I don't know what your odds are, but um, and then Jimmy also kind of 
wanted to bring up like HELOCs. I don't know if you know what a HELOC is. Um, Z, it's a whole, so it's a home equity line of credit and me, me and Jimmy are on the HELOC train. I actually have one. Um, my, my house is paid off and I actually went to the bank and you can get like a line of credit. It's like a credit card using the equity of your home. Mm. So I have a hundred thousand dollar line of credit. So if I wanted $50,000 today, I, I could have it in my bank account by a push of a button. No shit, huh? So what I am looking to, so this is kind of frustrating, or not frustrating, a little confusing. Some people use this line of credit to pay off their mortgage faster. Um, I kind of I kind of used it for the end of my mortgage. You, so the way uh, you a HELOC is charged with interest is the same as a mortgage, but it's simple interest and it's not on an amorti- amortized schedule. Mm. So when you first get a, if you would look at your mortgage, let's say a 30-year mortgage, yeah, you are paying almost 90% interest at, when you start that mortgage. Yep. So you're starting at the, so the bank's like, we're getting our interest yeah. no matter what. Yep. So that's what they do. So some people take out a HELOC if you have enough equity in your house. So um, if you put down enough and, of course, keep making those principal payments. Yeah. So you take this HELOC. You actually make chunk payments to your mortgage. Okay. So once you make a chunk payment, um, let's say I'm just going to throw out a number, $20,000 to your mortgage, the principal goes down, you technically skip all those interest payments that you would make. And of course, uh-huh. you have to pay back the HELOC, right. but that's simple interest. So that's, that's not a, like, there's no, like, set schedule to that okay, yeah. interest. So you just get it. So right now, my... Um, HELOC is at three, 3.49. Yep. So I just get charged interest every day. And the best thing about a HELOC is if you have it and you don't use it, you don't pay jack shit on it. It's not a loan. Right. So if you have a credit card, you don't swipe your credit card, you pay nothing on You're it. You're right. So that, that's – Jimmy kind of wanted me to go over that because that's why I think it's a crock of shit sometimes with refinancing, like with people – I think like a 15 year is way better than a 30, but these yeah. people with 30s or something and then the interest, like the feds push down the interest rates or I don't know yeah. who actually sets that. Actually, I think Marco told me the feds have nothing to do with it, but whatever. Right. So then, so then they refinance to get a better interest rate. So then that amortization starts all over again. So oh, they're yeah. paying fucking a lot of interest. Okay. Yeah. So I... I dug real deep into HELOCs. I fucking, and there's a lot of people um, that say I would rather put my money in the market where I know I can get a better return than the interest you're paying on your mortgage, Mm. which I do agree. But I also like to think that I was telling Pav, so our house is paid off. Let's say in a time like this, we would be in industry where we both lose our jobs. Yeah. Our mortgage is paid off. That's a peace of mind that I was willing yeah. to take rather than looking at some quote-unquote fake <clears throat> number on my investments that I don't plan on taking out for right. 30 to 40 years. It makes so sense. So that, yeah. that's why um, a lot of people are like, why isn't this taught in school? I think it's purposely not taught <laughs> in school. There's so I, much stuff. And, and I think when you're that young, you don't fucking care. No. I had a money management class. I didn't give a flying fuck. Yeah. So I agree. And I, Tyler wanted to know how I'm investing, and 
I have the past few weeks tossed a not a big chunk from that HELOC, but I tossed a chunk in um, just because I am still a little scared. Like yeah. you don't want to throw the whole hundred thousand in a HELOC and then something happens. So right. that's how I'm investing. I'm kind of looking at stocks who are still really good companies that I, that I think are going to do well that are just taking a hit right now just because the coronavirus. Yeah. So then, of course, when you buy it, when you buy stocks right now, when the market plunges, you're just you're buying them on sale. So yeah. This is the worst time to fucking sell anything. Yeah, I don't know why anybody like people panic and sell like when their shit starts to hit the fan. Yeah. I mean, like I I remember I got like just something like my latest summary of my investments. I didn't even open it. I threw it right away. No, because <laughs> it doesn't fucking matter. Because <laughs> I'm like. I didn't want to see how much I yeah. lost, but I mean, I know that it's going to go back up hopefully here. Yeah, they know. always say time in the market is better than timing yeah. the market. Right. So if you want to, I think time in the market's okay with like a little hunk of cash that you put away to it. Yeah. I just think you have to still consistently put your money somewhere. Right. I know we both max out our four or not our, our Roth IRAs. Yeah. Um, that's a smart thing to do, I think. I know some people, some people way smarter and richer than me think Roth IRAs are a fucking ripoff. But yeah. um, for right now, I'm just like, oh, I'm going to fucking put it in there. Well, it's only like, what is it now, 6000 Yeah. Year? Yeah, they max. Yeah, so it's, I mean, it's yeah, not it's a not, ton anyways. No. But. Which so, when I first started, I think it was 5000 Yeah. So I started keeps, that when I was 18. Now, yeah, now it's up to six. So. Yeah, because I was listening to some stock trading podcast today and. Um, people were bringing up Disney and um, like just the what Apple, Amazon. I saw Apple's closing some stores. They, their stock might take a hit. So getting into the day trading and stocks is not for everyone. And and I don't blame it. If if you're not, because a lot of people are like, oh, I don't give a fuck. I just so a method. If you don't really care, I know I I've been investing in. Um, a little different type of shit. Index yep. funds are nice. I it, VTSAX is the Vanguard one. It just tracks the uh, the stock market. Mm-hmm. So that way, if the stock market's up, you don't have to pick and choose what good company. I mean, the bad companies are in there too, but yeah. you don't have to sit there and do. If you're not really that interested, I would just yeah do index funds or I, I try not to use a financial advisor a ton anymore. Just because I kind of did a little bit of research on my own, but um, yeah, a lot of people probably don't give a flying fuck what I have to say about. <laughs> I just had a few buddies that said, um, "Yeah, I, I kind of want to hear what you're doing." And you know what, though, I think this is a good time for people to maybe be able to understand more of this kind of shit. Yeah, like yeah, it's. I mean, with the world, everyone kind of like not wanting to go out do shit. It's like. What the hell? We don't really have any distraction right now. Yeah, and I, I I love sports, but I spend a lot more time now than than watching like sports. I spend it on YouTube, kind of diving into this kind of shit. Yeah. So it, I know a few of my buddies like think HELOCs are the fucking the worst thing. And if you fucking let's compare it to alcohol, a lot of people use alcohol correctly to have a good time. Yep. A lot of people abuse it, and it's fucking terrible for them. <laughs> if you're done with a HELOC, it like in 2008 with the housing crisis, a lot of people were fucking dumb. They, let's say, $250,000 house at right. the high, 
high end of the market. They took out a HELOC, maxed out the HELOC. Then the housing crisis hits. Their the value of their home goes down by let's say eighty thousand dollars, and now they're underwater. They owe more now. Yeah. And then the bank's just like, well, you're fucked. <laughs> because I'm just like, so with me using a HELOC, I my house is paid off. I'm not going to be underwater with it ever. Yeah. And so so there's a lot of videos on YouTube showing people how they can pay off a 30-year mortgage in five to seven years. Yeah. So. And there's, and that's the thing too, like, I actually have never heard of that HELOC thing, so I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah. But, uh. You know, it's kind of like people with credit cards. Some people fucking use them perfectly. Some people fucking just use them amazing, and they get all the they, fucking yeah, rewards. Right. I know some people that travel the fucking world yeah. and don't pay a dime just because of rewards. And the credit card companies are just preying on the dipshits. Yeah. They're like, we'll, we'll deal with the people that actually right. know what to do. And, I, like, my friends rip on me quite a bit because I am drastic, and I do flip-flop sometimes. Like, I used to be a big Dave Ramsey fan. And then I did more research, and I guess that's why I changed my mind about stuff. Yeah. Is because I'm not the type of person that's set in my ways and be like, this way is the right way. And then, because when I'm into something, I, I'm 100% in it. But then if I find something that kind of contradicts it or doesn't make sense, I'm like, oh, okay. And then I dive into that. Right. <laughs> it could be a little, I know it pisses off my wife tremendously. Sometimes, sometimes I feel like Dave Ramsey, like, he just is so, like, pay off all your debt. Yeah. And I don't, sometimes does he even like investing? He does. He, he, oh, okay. He's a big real estate investor and mutual yeah. fund oh, guy. okay. So I think Dave Ramsey is good. Yeah. And for some people who are terrible with fucking money. Right. And are in debt to their fucking dicks. Right. But kind of when you get a little more advanced, I don't mm-hmm. think Dave Ramsey is your guy because he, he seems like the type of guy that is really good at getting people out of debt and... Right. Kind of above water. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I don't know. It's I know I talk to Zarecki a lot about the movie The Big Short. If if you want to learn about what happened in 2008, that's why everyone... Yeah. If people are like, there's no way, like me saying they wanted a recession. If you see what those crooked fucking bankers <laughs> did, and none of them got jail time or anything, most of them got bonuses, you can't tell me that they can't fucking yeah. pull this kind of shit off. I know coronavirus is is a real thing. I'm just thinking the hysteria around it. I, I don't know if it's overblown or I know the media can be cocksuckers, but yeah, it's a, uh, it is an interesting uh, time though right now. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, fuck. Yeah. It's, if, if you are a young investor looking to get in, this is, this is, could be a good opportunity here in the next few months. Mm-hmm. If not, if it lasts a little longer. So I, in, I know this isn't an investing podcast, but we have nothing else to really talk about. So people say like looking at a graph of the market, it's kind of like walking up a mountain with a yo-yo that when you walk up a mountain, oh shit, I fucking hit my microphone. When you walk (laughs) up a mountain, you're gradually going up. If you're doing a yo, like playing with a yo-yo, you, the yo-yo goes up and down. Yeah. So it's going to be a curve going up, but going up is going to be up and down. So you just got to. And I know, like, my mom wanted to retire this year. I'm, I'm sure she still can, but I right. wonder if this kind of – that's yeah. the only people that should kind of maybe be not even that worried. No. Because this isn't, like, a full-blown recession yet. This is because something unforeseen happened. Yeah, so, and like you said, the market was so high there. market I mean, was ridiculous. Like, some of my, my investments are, like, 
going way. I was like, Holy, what the <laughs> yeah. hell? I was like, maybe, maybe I'm going to retire <clears throat> pretty soon. The here. funny thing is that, like, <clears throat> us with our age, I'm like, I don't want to fucking see them. No. Just because I'm like, I didn't want to. I, like, we, I do a monthly thing where I invest in shit, but I'm like, I wanted it to plunge so I could fucking get some more money or money yeah. into the market. Right. So yeah, because it wasn't a good time to be putting money in, really. No. But now, so, yeah, it's if there's any other questions people have about this fucking kind of shit, I know some people don't fucking care, and that's fine. Yeah. Go go ahead, live in your life with your thirty year mortgage and fucking paying for those new beautiful banks to be built. That's what people always said. What are the nicest buildings in the fucking city? Banks. Yeah. Banks. Because they rip the fuck off people. Yeah. And that's why I I, I personally don't like to keep hardly any money in the bank. I, I use my HELOC now as kind of a quote-unquote safety blanket or whatever you want to call it, emergency fund. And it's just like, if I know, I know you like to keep decent money in the bank, but like doing research, if you keep too much money in the bank, your, your money's actually losing value just mm-hmm. because with inflation. Yeah. So that's why I'm just like, I don't know, and if something happens with my HELOC, they can freeze it. They can do something. I, don't know, I sell, I can sell my investments and yeah, pay it off. So, yeah, if you want to look into it, I'm not sure if banks would be willing now, or but it's something to look into. Yeah, yeah. So Jimmy wanted me to cover that. I think you got. I think you covered. Yeah. <laughs> pretty solid. Uh, uh, pretty solid info. Yeah, yeah. It's. Um, is there anything okay. else we wanted to talk about? Just want to say we're we're just more than just a sports podcast. Yeah, uh, I I say this to my wife where I don't blame people for thinking I'm a fucking moron because because yeah. I can be, but I don't know I I can also do research and that's what I spend most of my time. If my daughter's not around, I'm on YouTube fucking looking at something or trying to figure out how the fucking rich people do it and. Yeah, they, they, and I used to think debt was the fucking devil, but now kind of looking at it, debt that brings in money isn't bad. Kind of, yeah. it's, it's an asset then. And the more research I did, a lot of smart, rich people, the, the worst thing people think is their house is an asset. Your house isn't an asset until you want to fucking sell it. Right. So an asset and a liability, an asset, something that bring money in. Liability is something that brings money out. It's easy. Mm-hmm. Your house is bringing money out of your checking account. Yeah. Taking money from your paycheck. And an asset, if you go into debt, if it's bringing in money, that's that's decent debt. I mean, mm-hmm. like real estate. Jimmy has got me kind of looking at real estate now, and I'm waiting for the market to kind of fucking go down. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. Coronavirus. This is um, fucking... Get some get some money in the market, boys and girls. Yeah, and I know. I'm I'm excited for this goddamn baby to get here, so I can kind of get some of these bills paid off. You know, that like, is, that that is one thing. That is the most uncertainty as a kid. Yeah, because you don't know how labor's gonna go. I know. So I think that's smart of you on saving up, and you can always do something with that money then. Yeah, and that's if everything kind of, comes out nice and clean and, and healthy. That's, that's honestly why, like, right now, I'm kind of, like, getting anxious. I'm yeah. like, come on, Laquita, like, let's Ace Ventura this bitch <laughs> yeah. out of here. I'm going to just go on her stomach. Fucking, and yeah. Oh, or Ace Ventura <laughs> coming out of that rhino and tell the kid it's <laughs> hot in that rhino. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look, Mommy. The, 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 
The baby I forgot that game. other part too. He fucking pushes down and doesn't a guy catch <laughs> catch it? catches and it? Yeah. cord still yep. connected. Oh, and then he. I don't even know what the hell. Somebody else had like something caught in their chest or throat, and he just sticks his whole arm down, <laughs> pulls out like an apple. Oh, door. yeah, those <laughs> fucking movies that, are great. That is honestly that is one of my favorite uh, favorite movies. That's for sure. Yeah, the part two when he's like, "Do I have something in my teeth?" <laughs> <laughs> he knocks out Mr. Miyaki or whatever that guy's name is. Oh yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Oh yeah, he rips out his heart, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. God damn. That is that is such a good movie though. Yeah, any listeners have any other topics they think Z and I can cover that's kind of maybe out of our wheelhouse, fucking send them our way. Yeah. I, I wouldn't mind doing any research on something and Yeah, we're always up for a challenge. Yeah, so um but yeah, we're fuck. This is longer than I thought it was yeah. going to be. And hopefully we got some sports here. Quick note, CBA was passed. Yep. Uh Z said what? 7 teams each conference playoffs this year. This year, Whenever, yeah. I think it should start on time, but who yeah. knows? And then 2021, 17-game season, and I'm sure more details will come out. Yeah. And, yeah, the vote was pretty damn close. I think it was 1,019 votes were yes, and, like, 950 were no. Oh, shit. Yeah. Nice. But, uh, no, like I said, I think the last podcast, it sounded like a lot of people were kind of like, the player should accept this. And just go move on. Yep. Oh, yeah. no, and we did see what the minimum uh, salary is going up like twenty percent. Yep. So that'll be. And I did see the salary cap was set at one ninety eight and some yeah, change. Like for the two. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, it's it's a shitty time. Somebody texted us and asked if we're gonna take a hiatus. It's just like I think now is the is a time more than any that people need two beards one garage. It's, yeah, we're here for you, people. Hey. If you guys need a shoulder to cry on or a yeah. fucking shoulder to sneeze your fucking coronavirus <laughs> ass into, go find someone else. Yeah. He's going to have a new kid here soon and can't get him sick, you fuckers. Yeah, he's sick. Actually, it was kind of funny. Pratt texted me the other day about uh, the uh, Two Beards, One Garage podcast. He said, you fucking stinky fuck should just end this podcast right now with the coronavirus because he goes, we don't need our ears and... Uh, Faces getting blasted with your scent or something. <laughs> well, I think he, he might be in the record books for the shortest podcast ever invented. Yeah. What was his, about 10 hours? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, he it was up. It was like a four-minute, and it, his guests did not cooperate. His, oh, his guests, were, his guests were afraid to put a little info yeah. on us out on the web. Yeah, they were. What was it? It was Jace Hintz. Curtis Porter, Cody Kovac. They, yeah, they, they they were all chirping, I think, before, but when yeah, the mic... when the mic came on, they all shut they up. They all shuddered like little fucking bitches. <laughs> and then then he got Pratt calling you a Scottish fuck, telling me I haven't showered in six months. I mean... You and a few other things about you. Yeah, we won't bring that on. Nah. <laughs> so, all right, boys and girls. Well, like I said, stay safe out there. Just... Live your life, but don't just don't be a dumb fuck. Yeah, I don't know. Fucking wash your hands. I know I have that trouble. I try to wash my hands a little more now, but actually, it is funny. But I've definitely been a lot more caught, like yeah, like noticing that a lot more. So, all right, well, another episode in the books. Hopefully, this one possibly a little informative on other yeah. aspects in sports. And um, from the garage in Lacrosse, Wisconsin, Harky and Z out. See ya.